Vince was like, fuck, we don't have anything else to put on, so we'll put it back on. Then they'd cancel it. And then they made the well, Cleveland show. That was like an American Dad. American Dad's yeah. still running That's strong still on TBS. Yep. And honestly, if I had to choose one of Seth MacFarlane's that's the one I think I like the best. Really? It's, it's the absurdity in it. It is, is very absurd. And it's not like random absurdity like in Family Guy when they do those stupid cutaways. I like the cutaways, though. Yeah, they're fine. But I think the <laughs> overall, like, there is there is uh, threads of absurdity throughout American I, Dad. I think that's why I don't that, like it is because uh, yeah. I don't like the alien. I don't like the German fish. Uh, oh, man. They're the funniest characters. Yeah. I guess that's probably why I don't like it. Don't yeah. like the sun. The sun's a bit much. This, I yeah. forgot who's this. Who's this? He's, He's oh, like the nerdy Steve, kid. Right? The nerdy yeah. kid. Yeah. Right. And then Haley, the daughter, who's the hippie. Right. Right. And it's all the same. It's the same family dynamic. It's just instead of a dog, it's an alien. Mm. You know, it's still yeah. a, a big, loud, yeah. brash father. Yeah. 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 You are correct. Yeah. Just changed. Yeah. Just slightly changed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, he put his time at, at Cartoon Network. You know, like he hustled there for 15 years before he got anything going. So k- kudos to you. Good job, Seth. I guess. Yeah. You're, and I love your musicals. Yeah. I, I thought I thought A Thousand Ways to Die in the West was awesome. I mean, I've never seen or his musicals, but I, I've always appreciated his talent for musicals. Like in Family Guy, even though I hate it. Even though I hate his songwriting. Yeah, yeah, the yes. songwriting yeah. is pretty yeah. good. Yeah. Great. Well, this is a podcast about uh, Seth MacFarlane and his Seth cartoons. MacFarlane. I feel like... Since so it's been so long since we've been in the studio, I'm obviously safe for last week, right. but overall, but s- sitting next to a mic is very different than the recording we've been doing on a yeah, mic that is just sure. us in the room. And so I feel like I'm on NPR because I'm standing very still, I'm sitting very still, and we're all being very careful. Well, and, like, and Terry Gross standing in the corner always yeah, makes it feel like which that. is right. weird. Has she always been here and I've just never noticed? Uh, no, it's she's. She comes here to cool out from Benders. Mm. And so oh. she'll be here for a couple of days. She'll sweat it out. She'll okay. be fine. She'll be back in studio in DC by Friday. Okay. So I would like to amend last week. I was I was listening oh. to to our podcast again. Rachel amends. Yeah. And I made fun of Stephanie when she was like toxoplasmosis that's what you get from your tampon I was like no you don't dummy that's toxicity syndrome and it is not it's toxic shock syndrome so TSS yeah (laughs) then what is toxic then how do I know toxoplasmosis it's a parasite that you get from the kitty litter that's from the litter okay I had him back okay yeah kitty litter parasite it's just a kitty litter parasite don't get kitty litter in your eye or get a fucking kitty litter parasite. I mean, that's definitely alcohol forward. We'd like to welcome John Mayer to the show. It's, I, thank surprise you. Surprise guest. Hey. <laughs> hey, my music sounds like I ripped off Steve Winwood circa 1988 now. My new record. Zach had to listen to it for like five minutes in his car the other day. Oh. And uh, it's fucking terrible. Why did you have to listen to it? Because I like to listen to bad music mm-hmm. and then shit on it in my mind. Oh. I like how John Mayer looks simultaneously 14 years old and 87. Mm-hmm. Yep. And a that? creep either way. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I think he's part of the undead. A lot of people don't realize this. There are Hollywood is literally f- fucking filled with vampires. Actual vampires. Is this is this separate from the QAnon adrenochrome yep. theory? Yeah, they don't lizard. need adrenochrome. Nope. They okay. don't like lizards. They don't like lizard blood. They don't eat lizard meat. They don't eat babies. They like to to suck down everyday Americans like their soda pops and they crush them on their heads like this. <laughs> toss them over their shoulder. Oh, okay. Yeah. And John Mayer is part of that? John Absolutely. Of Look that's at him. It's like the coolest thing I've ever heard about John yeah, Mayer. Jack, like so. Jack White, record. vampire. Well, well that's obvious. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we knew that. Steph Christopher and I saw Walken, him one vampire. time. Vampire. 
Oprah Winfrey, vampire oh. hunter. Oh, oh, okay, yeah. I have a problem. I saw Oprah Winfrey like a screenshot from her the other day that was like, my problem with young people is they just want everything handed to them. Yeah, fuck you, Oprah. Uh, they're working like fourteen jobs and making seven dollars an hour, and yeah, their rent's Oprah. like two thousand for five hundred square feet. So go eat a horse, Oprah. Is what it's I not easy say. to just become um, uh, an African American journalist trying to make her way, Oprah. Well, she's really proud of herself. She really thinks she did something great. I don't think she did personally. She's just right, right place, right time. Yep. Rode the wave, had yep. the proper image, yep. did the right things. Yep, she was what America needed at that moment. Yeah, hell yeah. Yeah. Oprah, Seth MacFarlane, these are icons. You know who else are icons? The fucking three of us, that's you amazing. motherfucks. That's amazing. So now we have to keep the Seth MacFarlane bit in. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> that's good. <laughs> thanks, for, thanks for segueing us. Oh my God, look, it's Captain Segway. Oh, I've returned we, from the Orient. Where have can you I say been? that? You I've been gone safely. a long time. So maybe. Wait, if it's a place, you can say Orient. Yes. Great. You just can't oh, I say I was... said Origins. The okay. origins of the Orient. You could say that as well. Yes. yes. Now I must segue again. <laughs> you segue uh, off a, Iceberg! Off a yeah. Oh dear. Well, it was nice while we had him. Yeah. Speaking of Captain Segway, <laughs> he got his start on Lifeline Podcast, which is what this is. A Lifetime movie podcast about everything but Lifetime movies. That is 100% true. With and wine. Sometimes with wine, sometimes other vices. So what are you drinking there at home? Email us at lifelinepodcast at yep. gmail.com. Zach, what are you drinking? Are you, drink, are you drinking your cat's water? Don't drink your cat's water. <laughs> do you drink it like your cat? Do you do that? I have a cat. One. I have three cats. <laughs> One of the cats. I have a cat. <laughs> oh, it's the dumb kid <laughs> from class. <laughs> One of the cats. Dips his front paw, obviously, because the back paw would be stupid. And he's and he, then he licks it Pierce off, would do that. off his fingers like Pier- a fucking yeah. moron. Pierce would do that when he got into human cups. He would go oh, yeah. and scoop it out and drink it. And Ray always thought it was the funniest thing. Uh, Wojo used to dip his chin in the water bowl. And then lick And it. lift his head up and then lick the water off his chin. I mean, that's, that's, that's smart. another level of, no. He was, I don't know. That's smart. Because I feel like you get a lot more. You like... You scoop it up with your mouth, basically. No, but it's not like he opened his mouth. He was oh. just dipping his chin in the water. Okay, his, well, that his is His fur would get all yeah. soggy, and he would lick it like... But their tongues so are basically weird. covered in thousands of sharp it's cups. Like, yeah. And they can just scoop... They yeah, they, the have scoop. you ever seen, a, like, a dog tongue in slow motion drinking yeah. water? And how, yeah, and how yeah. it makes the cup. It's really cool. Well, yeah. Wojo was not smart. He yeah. was very unique in many ways, and that was just one of them, so... Yeah, that was not a bright cat. No. <laughs> God bless him. Yeah. Last week, we mentioned that was our first episode back in studio, and it was episode 78. It was Death of a Cheerleader from 1994. It was our, it was our Waterloo, and I think we finally conquered it, unlike Napoleon. Mm. It was the opposite of our Waterloo. I will say that it might be. It's in the top five. Wow. I'm going to say I think it was very enjoyable. I don't think we have yet to address the actual movie. Nope. Like Did I not. think, I think it was Couldn't a very. Couldn't tell you anything about yeah, that film. I yeah. think it was a very um, enjoyable experience. But you know, the film isn't really worth exploring either. It's not. Yeah. It's, it's right there a, in the title. A yeah. cheerleader dies. Yeah, and a girl kills her. Yeah, based yeah. on a true story. Yeah, I mean, it's just a run of the mill, stereotypical Lifetime movie. Yeah, you've seen if you've seen Juan, you've seen Jamal. Exactly. <laughs> See, we don't even have to set the the joke the joke up. You just know that it's about twins. 
Yeah. They were separated from their mother at birth. I mean, you're just actually telling and a joke. She, she met one of them and they were like, do you want to meet the other one? She's like, no, because when you've met Juan, you've met Jamal. Close enough. <laughs> close enough. That rounds. The, yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, close enough. Yeah. You get there. You drove through a couple of front yards, yeah. but you got there quick. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't the first time. Yeah. I mean, you left out the dad, but you know, you're just, uh, that's just how you are. You're sexist. Does the dad men. really, did he really need to be mentioned? He's I mean, the, he's a he's, white man. He's the, well, I, I <laughs> I never, I always envisioned them actually as an elderly black couple. Hmm. Interesting. Mm, interesting. Great. Right. Well, how do you envision this person? Email us at lifewinepodcast at gmail.com. Speaking of emailing us. What? No way. Listen to email. We have a listener email. Oh, it doesn't sound, are you happy about no, it? No, I'm, I'm happy about it. Am I not? No, I think you'll be happy about it. Is Rachel going to be upset? I don't know. We're going to see. Oh, my God. It's a little odd. I mean, it's great. Barry, thank you so much for emailing Barry. us. Barry? I think Barry maybe uses speech to text and then doesn't edit afterwards because it's nothing wrong with this. It's just one. Is this a murder note? It's a. <laughs> it's actually pieces of a newspaper cut out. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and it was actually like. There was a knife through it on uh, Stephanie's front Somehow. door. Somehow, yeah, yeah. It was, you know, it printed out the email. It wouldn't be pieces of newspaper anymore. It'd be pieces of memes. <gasps> Ooh, <laughs> like That's Charlie bit my finger. Yeah, right. Mm. Yeah. That's the only one I know. I don't know what that is. It's like the first one ever. <laughs> the first meme of all time. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. Well, you from cut, like you know, you cut the letters out. I'm saying the letters for your murder collage note. from memes. Right. Anyway, <laughs> this email. Hi, this is Barry, and I just want to say thank you for putting Rachel on your show. And can we please hear her some more? Thank you, Barry. I mean, I agree with you, Barry. We are, uh, me and the network are in, uh, in talks about my own spinoff. Ooh. Yeah, where I play a, a down-on-her-luck waitress just trying to uh, get her way through college. Is while this racing a podcast? To- oh. Uh, Sitcom. I mean, sitcast. A sitcast. Podcom. It's, it's a podcom. <gasps> yeah, we just invented podcoms. Oh my god, we did. I think actually, like radio folk back in the day yeah. invented that. But that's okay because we're reinventing. We're reinventing it because yes. that's all podcasts are. Podcasts. And so we're going off of that, and we're going to do sitcoms on podcasts, but it's going to be a podcom. It's a show about we already nothing. Have a Rachel, just like yeah. ours. <laughs> oh yeah, Stephanie just walks in the front door. I'm Elaine. Yeah. 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 Am I George or are you George? No, I'm. Uh, You're Kramer. I'm Hunter. Who's Hunter? The cop from that '80s show. If we're just gonna pick shows, we no, we were all in Seinfeld right now. Where are you? Yeah, we just oh. added Rachel. He's, he's definitely Kramer. He's de- <laughs> yeah, he's definitely <laughs> yeah. Kramer. No, so. I'm Jerry. Yeah, Jerry. You're not Jerry. Jerry. What do you Jerry's mean? the worst one to be. But. Jerry's definitely the worst one to be. And I would say George. Has, no one's good enough to be George. So I would yeah. say you're Kramer. Yeah. All right. Wait. So you're still I, Rachel. I, I was gonna say I'm just like all of Jerry's. I'm like a amalgam. Amalgam. <laughs> yep. <laughs> of all of Jerry's ex girlfriends. Oh yeah. yeah. You don't smile when you laugh. You have man yeah. hands. Yeah. You wear the same dress every day. Yeah. Wow. I really am. Have you ever <laughs> you ever coughed naked in front of anybody? I mean, did you see how much I was coughing last week? Oh. And you know how you you have no idea how many times I try to open a jar of pickles while naked. I'm going to say over the years, a couple dozen. At least. (laughs) Really? A couple of dozen. Probably 26, 28 times. I mean, when you really need a pickle, you don't have time to get dressed. I'm talking from like childhood up. I realize we're talking about her being naked and that sounds weird. But what I'm saying is over the course of her life, 20, Mm. 28 times. Mm. Oh, you were guessing for her. I thought you were talking about yourself. 
I've never opened a jar of pickles naked. Okay, I can so tell I you. thought you were. I have not either, actually. Me either. <laughs> that I know of. Have you email us? Barry, thank you for emailing yeah, us at thanks, Do it right now. at gmail.com. I thanks, have a cousin Bear. named Barry. I wonder Is if it your was... cousin? No, I Barry doubt doesn't... It. I don't think Barry actually, my cousin Barry actually even knows that I, I'm alive. Maybe, maybe he Barry, doesn't, but she's then alive. he started listening oh. and he doesn't realize that you're his cousin <sighs> oh and he's God. in love with you, but you're related. Podcom. That's not a podcom. That's <laughs> disgusting. And 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 like a porno podcast is okay. a porn a, a podcom. Podcom. Or a porn cast. We haven't decided yet, but either yeah. way we have trademark to any name that All that timestamp it July 20 something first. first. Oh, this would have been my dad's 79th birthday. Really? Hey. Holy fuck, your dad was old. He didn't, he wasn't. He was 52 when he died. But well, I know. I don't but think he would have made it this far anyway, even if he seven, hadn't died. Your dad would have been 79? Yeah, he was born in 42. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Do you think he would have had like a, an eye patch and like carried a gun around at all <laughs> times have a with him? heart patch. <laughs> I think those are called pacemakers. Yeah, he had one of those. He'd be Do like they ditching. use those anymore? Yes. I don't know. They're like small now, right? I have no idea. I don't know what it looks like. Rachel, come on. She didn't get into PA school. I didn't get me. Yeah. Cut her Yeah, break. but she's Steph pretty smart. Get, Steph didn't get into PO school. Yeah. Post office school. Look, I'm trying to hear more from Rachel. And every time I ask her a medical question, she doesn't fucking know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, Barry, that's the problem. I think she's a failed PA. Yeah. Thank you, Barry. Uh, <laughs> yes, Barry. Also, also, if if you want to email us, that's great. But if you also would like to help us out by going to Apple Podcasts and rating and reviewing us, giving us five stars, just putting a couple words in that box would help us incredibly. Like, Zach, what is something somebody could put in that box? You could say, ahoy there, hombre, in, in the title. <laughs> he did a visual. <laughs> in the title. And then in the body, you could be like... I love this fucking podcast yeah. and everyone else should listen to it or just, like just say like, I suggest this podcast to anyone who enjoys having a good time Ooh. and maybe getting a little horny. Ooh. Yep. See, that's above and beyond. You can just put podcast in the subject and Captain Segway in the, in the body. You can also just put podcast, podcast. Yeah. Or just podcasts, podcasts. PP. Or just PP. Yeah. But basically guys, we need, we need some reviews. Yeah. We just need your help. We need yeah. to know you're out there. Can people review a second time? No. They can edit their existing reviews. Well, I don't want that. Yeah. I mean, they can just like add on more cool stuff about us if they want. Chris did that. He said this. <laughs> now, he, he he was lying because he had always rated us a five. Five stars. But he went and edited his at one point after a particular episode. I forget which one. And he he said, edit. This podcast was a four for me until I heard that Rachel likes to be peed on. Oh, oh right. yeah, yeah, because that came yeah. up at one point. Yeah, but th- that is not true about me either. So sorry, Chris. You're gonna have to re-edit, re-edit, and say I'm still giving it five stars. I've I've never I've never been I've never been peed on. I have been shit on once. What? Oh, but, but it was, a, yeah. it was a doctory thing. I was working at the hospital, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. But it was a doctor who shit on me. <laughs> I'm just kidding. It was not. It was not. I once. That's all I got. Okay. Gross. <laughs> that is gross. Really, yeah. Gross. And he didn't care. What? He was a bartender. It was gross. It was back when I was having sex with bartenders. We're going to cut that out. <laughs> <laughs> that is pretty ew. Zach, it's super yes. gross. Speaking of ew. Yeah. Would you like to hear the name of tonight's movie? I've been thinking a lot about this lately. Mm-hmm. I'm ready to hear. You ready? I'm ready to hear the title of this movie. It's very mature of you. Thank you. Tonight's movie is called Memories of Murder, and it's from 1990. 
So this is this is the second Titanic <laughs> movie, right? And the lady, like you thought she might have died because she was real old, but she like rose. Yeah, rose kept living. She just kept. She living. just kept on living. <laughs> she got to like 118, and then she really did start dying. She got real like nasty at the end, and she just like started like writing another tale to tell. And then it turns out she had been, she was Jack the Ripper as a child. Uh, uh. And then she also, even though she's American, she admitted to letting go and pushing Jack off, off the door. Off the well, door. We all know that he could have fit on the door. Yeah. She killed Billy Zane, actually killed Billy Zane. Like the actual, like the, the actor. actual actor Billy Zane, okay. um, and like a whole bunch of other murders, <laughs> just like she's she's crazy murderer, um, and her younger self. It's three. It's Kirsten Dunst as when in the middle part. Okay, Kate, like post Titanic. Post Titanic. Okay. Kate Winslet. She plays an older version of Kate Winslet. Kate okay. Winslet plays herself again. But she does the voice of the child one. That's played by Haley Joe Osman. Oh the child, the child is played by, by modern day Haley, yes. Le, or, yes. or like Haley Joe Osman in 1990. No, modern, day. modern day. Okay. Okay. This, is, this okay. just came out. Okay. 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 Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> they're really okay. they're going they're Kate going Winslet's for voice. they're going for absurdism. They're like really going real far like with this American one. Dad. I was going to say Seth MacFarlane's obviously yeah. participating. Yes, so okay. he he plays uh, so uh, Murder on the Orient Express. I love that movie. That's actually Rose is the murderer on that. Agatha oh. Christie saw it happen. That's a true story. A lot of people don't know that he plays the Seth MacFarlane plays the conductor on the Orient so Express in that the, scene. The okay. the Orient Express is also captured in this the same movie it's a memory. six and a half hour movie <laughs> okay okay yeah. okay yeah okay. it's a Not long a one series or? yeah well two hours of it is just gandhi um, <laughs> and then they switch back to the, the it's it, it's oh jarring at first but Gandhi's such an awesome movie sounds, you're honestly not that oh, upset about movie, it Gandhi. Yeah. I don't image footage of no Gandhi. the actual movie so was Sir Ben Kingsley as, absolutely yeah, okay. you really um, don't even it's 15 it's 15 minutes into it and you're like Oh okay. shit! Is this Gandhi? What is movie? And then you just watch great. because Gandhi isn't Gandhi like a four-hour movie. Yeah. So you only see half of them. Only the, the, the two middle hours. Okay. That's but, it. And then there's <laughs> That's the best part of the movie. And then there's four other hours of this actual. No, movie. it's one hour of this movie. Okay. Two hours of Gandhi, and then another three hours of this film. Okay. Okay. Afterwards. Okay. Okay. Got it. Okay. Got it. This got sounds it. amazing. This is on Disney Plus. Disney. Okay. I believe yeah. that. 100%. It's a co-production with Disney and Lifetime. There's a bunch of people in it it's good so wait where's the story is the story of the oriental express murder before or after the gandhi footage the gandhi direct like immediately like it's the part where gandhi's like in jail for like the second time and then next thing you know it's her and she's just strangling the shit out of the man or woman that gets murdered on the orient express camera which one which gender so then agatha christie just changed the entire story when she wrote Murder on the Orient Express. Yes. Because there, I don't want to spoil anything because this book was written like 105 years ago and the movie came out 20 years after that. And then there was a remake. Don't watch the remake. But there's more than one killer. We'll put it that way. 
I feel like we're getting off topic about what Are I we? was talking about. Oh, okay, sorry. So directed by wait. So it all, no, it all ends at the end. Oh, where <laughs> that's a good place for it to end. Where Brad, <laughs> where Brad Pitt and Morgan Freeman bring back their characters from Seven, mm. and they track her down. There's a huge fight scene at the end. She's 118, and it, it's like the Matrix. There's like CGI. There's backflips and shit. Wait, wait. Can we replace that scene with the kill, like a Kill Bill scene? Like, yes. like an oh, Uma Thurman yeah. style with yeah. the samurai sword. So much blood. blood. Yeah. So much blood. Oh. Yeah. So much. I didn't realize uh, you had such creative control over a movie that's already been made, right? Well, impressive. no, what she saw the, the super director's cut. Yeah. Uh, this yeah. is directed by Roman Polanski. Oh dear. Yeah. Okay. Right. The whole thing was shot in Bucharest. <laughs> now is Celine Dion still involved in the soundtrack? She gets her head chopped off at the end in the big fight scene. Cause she's supposed <laughs> to be there singing. <laughs> Right. It was a live and soundtrack. Then, yeah, it was a live soundtrack. Wow. And she acted. <laughs> this is this really. Celine Dion is dead now. <laughs> you heard it here first. Completely decapitated wow. by a 118 year old woman. Celine decapitated then. Yeah. <laughs> of Celine, no. head D off. Okay. okay. Keep, keep, uh, keep trying until Celine you hit it. Celine ain't going to have a head no more. <laughs> That's We're getting further away. Okay. Yeah. Celine. <laughs> D-headed. I think five's good. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I was going to stop at one. <laughs> Would you like a real summary? Sure. Memories of Murder from 1990. Jennifer is a woman who is suffering from amnesia to the extent that she does not even recognize her husband and daughter. Extremely confused and tormented, she desperately seeks to piece together her life and, in doing so, stumbles upon some startling secrets from her shadowy past. That's intriguing. This is Lifetime's first movie. The release date for this was July 31st, 1990, so we're about to hit the 31st anniversary. Wow. Holy shit. And was that, like, the day they started? Well, I think they were a network beforehand. So on June 28th, 1998, the Lifetime Movie Network launched, but it was the sister network of Lifetime. Wait, the Lifetime Movie Network has been around since 1998 and their app is still this shitty? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it gets a little better here and there, but oh They, they man. only added a search like what, six months ago or something? Wow. So it was, yeah. it was first launched actually in 1984 and it was mostly series. It was syndicated series and talk shows. Okay. So then in 1990, they premiered its first ever TV movie, Memories of Murder. Okay. And lots of articles call it the wrong thing. They say Memories of a Murder, but it's Memories of- There is no article in this there's title. There's no article in this title. <laughs> the movie poster's very risque. It is. It shows a- it's a lady bending over a in a miniskirt. bending over. I, I, Mini skirt lady bent over. Yeah. What the fuck does that even have to do with the movie? What does I, that have I think to do it's with supposed the movie? To be the scary lady. But why is she bending over? So because men will watch it too. Yeah. What's I funny guess. is that it's television. She is, she's super hot. I will say that the the scary murder lady. Yeah. But what's with? The, have you noticed her sh- shoulder? Pads? I can't wait to get to that part. Oh, oh my god. god. She looks I like it was a joke. I th- she did look like a joke, but she looked like the the guy from that Australian film that I we knew watched. Yes, yeah. Exactly. And like the guy whose shoulders were so large that if he shrugged his shoulders, he accidentally collapsed them she, around his head. She is giving him a run yeah. for the money. I made a little drawing. I'll show it. Oh to my you. gosh, that's yeah. hilarious. Fucking ridiculous. So this is directed by Robert Michael Lewis, another three-named gentleman. He's done a ton, but nothing I've really heard of, just a bunch of TV. He directed Mod Squad, the show. The show from the Mm. 60s. Yes, the original. R.I.P. that one lady. And uh, Claire Danes? Sure. She was in the movie in the 90s. (laughs) Who was in the the original that just died? 
British lady. Claire Danes. Anyway. <laughs> Email Cla- us. Claire O'Danes? This stars Nancy Allen from RoboCop. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Is she the blonde lady? She's yeah. the main. Okay. Yeah, she's, she looked vaguely, but I've never seen RoboCop. She's great in RoboCop. I hadn't. I know I recognize her, but I hadn't really. I haven't seen much RoboCop. She and, also looked like any blonde actress lady from like the 80s to me. So I'm sure RoboCop's the first movie I ever saw with tits in it. This movie has tits in it. Was Robo Robocop had tits? Oh, there's like, a scene where like the executive dude is snorting cocaine off of a pair of boobs. I remember being ten years old, being like, "Yo, that's fucking awesome!" And that's when you you knew what your your lifelong dreams were. And I've never done it, hmm. nor do I have those ambitions any longer. I've had cocaine snorted off my ass, but that's about it. You know, Stephanie, that's such a cliche thing. I know. I, that was yeah. when we were doing it. It was we we're like, this is cliche, but. What? You did it ironically. Yeah. Yeah. yeah oh my of. God. That's the funniest thing ever. <laughs> I did. I like started cocaine co- and I was Ironic naked. depravity is yeah. fucking awesome. Like not, like you're, you're not enjoying it. Like you're doing cocaine to like, not enjoy it. Right. Yeah, like that's ironically you, pegging your boyfriend. Yeah. Like when yeah. people fart during sex on purpose, you know, what? you're like, this is. Who does fun. that? Chuck Berry. <laughs> Wait. Uh, oh, is the state's going to come after me now? How do you know that about Chuck Because she got farted on by Chuck <laughs> That's what I'm scared about. No, because there is a video that came out, or several, right? Or recordings. Like, there was a whole lot of... He's done a lot of... Chuck Berry's done a lot of unsavory he's, things. He's dead, isn't he? He died a couple yeah. of years yeah. ago. Yeah, you know, he had, there was the thing where he had cameras in his, the ladies' restroom of his chicken restaurant. I did not know this. Oh, Yeah. Oh yeah. oh yeah, and then yeah. he had the Kool Aid Man smash through the door. Yeah, they were high on PCP. <laughs> That's what's wrong with the Kool Aid Man. He's on PCP. Oh my god, Absolutely. that makes so much more yeah. sense now. Totally. No Rotten Tomato score, five point five out of ten on IMDb, but that's only three reviews. Yeah, and there's a really good one I'd like to read real quick before we get to Rachel's hot take. There's a review on, on IMDb for fans only. I've always had a huge crush on Nancy Allen. For those who remember her naked and Carrie in the opening shower scene, wow, I was a teen then. And then parentheses, it says 13 to 14. And it never skipped out of my mind. Anyway, we all know the movie Carrie by heart. No, we don't. Well, are we no, talking about we Stephen don't, you King? Fucking the weirdo. Stephen King movie, yeah. yeah. That movie yeah. freaks me out. Yeah, but we've watched it so many times to see Nancy Allen's naked body. Yeah, I mean, uh, I feel like you... Didn't have to watch the rest of the movie if it was if at the beginning. Is, it's in the beginning. Yeah. We know that part by heart, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. I'm the second user to review this movie. The first one did it in year 2000. I'm doing it on April 17th, 2021, exclamation point. This movie is impossible to find anywhere. Won't run on TV again, but I found it. I don't know if I'm allowed to tell, but I found it on Rare Lust, the only place, and it just surfaced recently, a good no. VHS copy. That is dark web. Don't go to Rare Lust. I was going to say- uh, Do not go there. He's going to yeah. steal your information. Beautiful Nancy Allen is now 39. No. There's no, no way that's there true. There is no. no way. No. She is 60 years old. At oh, least. I see. I didn't finish the sentence. Beautiful Nancy Allen is now 39 when she did that movie. Silly me. She was 39 when she did this, this movie? movie, I guess. There's no way she was 39 then either. She might have been. I don't know. Let's check that's out That's hilarious. But then but- he says not 25 anymore, but so I guess she was 25 in RoboCop, I guess. But there's not that much difference between 25 and 39. There's, There's also not that much difference. time between 90. Robocop came out in like 1988. 
Yeah. Right. None yeah. of this is none of this is mathematically making yeah. any Check sense. Yeah. Look up go, Zach. Go. Look up what year look, she was she born. Was okay. not, she was not. She was not thirty nine. This is I, 19. I, I mean, I mean, all women in nineteen eighty looked like they were thirty nine. She was right. born in nineteen fifty, so she's seventy one years old. <laughs> oh, sorry, I thought you were saying nineteen ninety. So in nineteen ninety, so she's she was she was forty. She, she, she could have been thirty nine. Yeah. yeah, she was thirty nine. Shit. Well, yeah. she was playing a twenty something year old in night late late like, twenties. Well, they said her roommate when Robocop was eighty seven. Yeah, so it was three years before, not 25 anymore. Yeah, she wasn't 25 in Mirabal. This person is sick and anyway, needs help. Anyway, to, just to, to put a cap on it, he says, the movie is long, long, and long and dull. You wait for something to happen and nothing is happening. It is a TV movie, so low budget and low production for Nancy Allen diehard fans like me only. Rachel's hot take. Do-do-do-do-do. pew, pew. Okay, what? Okay, first of all, Nancy Allen doesn't have diehard fans. Like, you're the only one. Exactly. You're the only one. Also, you were, like, praising this movie, or maybe just Nancy Allen, and then you took a weird turn of yeah. long, long, long. It wasn't that long. It's the normal, like, it's hour. two hours. Yeah, like, yeah. I was going to say an hour and a half. Again, a tenuous plot line. It wasn't great, but it was it was creative-ish. I just thought a lot of the motivation on the characters was very tenuous. Um, I think when... Um, if there are any actual documented cases of developing amnesia to this extent, I don't think it's usually because you just bump heads with another individual. Oh, yeah. They, yeah. Um, That's TV amnesia. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this opens with Nancy Grace or whatever Nancy her name Grace. was. Uh, Nancy Allen running out of her restaurant, freaked out by the appearance of a person. And yeah, she smashes triggered. into somebody else in the, on the street and they slam heads. And then all of a sudden she wakes up the next morning with complete amnesia. And I'm, and she doesn't tell anybody that she has amnesia for like a week. She doesn't like, she just and, pretends and then, like, like everything's okay. Once, once she like reveals that she has amnesia, her family doesn't tell anybody. Like he still they don't suggests, take her to a doctor. And he still suggests she go to work. Yeah. And what's even crazier is she, we find out all this secret stuff that she's only been living this, this life, this lifestyle with her new husband for two years. But apparently she already knew how to be a real estate agent. Like right. I was like, where, and, and, and his daughter already accepted her in just two years and is yeah. calling her mommy. She's and, a stepmother now. Yeah. yeah. She, he had lost his wife. He and his daughter had lost her mother, his daughter's mother. And then they were devastated. And then they meet her. They meet Nancy Allen, whose name is, uh, her old name is Corey. Her new name is Jennifer. Jennifer. Because it was the late, it was the 90s. So yeah. everybody well, had to be named IMDb Jennifer. IMDb says that her name was Alice. So I don't, you know, Al, it doesn't. I mean, IMDb doesn't seem like it's the most. It's not really yeah. up to date. So fuck murder tally. Fuck murder tally. It's the fuck murder tally. And we're fucking and killing. And we're killing and fucking each other. Oh, worst. The sex scene and the just, I'm sorry, I know There's I took that fuck. away. No, it's know, okay. But I'm fairly certain it was written by a bunch of virgin 11 year olds. They were miking the kisses afterwards. Oh, and they were gross. like licking each other's faces. Like they were like. Is this where you see boobies? No, we see boobies at a strip club in like the first 10 minutes. They're a little blurred. They blur it out. Oh, I was going to say, I don't remember. Actually, I remember a strip club. I don't remember it's seeing. It's so blurry. It looks like she could be wearing a flesh cover, flesh yeah, covered. Yeah. Oh, a flesh covered bra. What have I invented? Yeah. Oh my God. I, I, Ed Kemper calls. Uh, she, uh, serial like killers. Is she don't, a great big fat person? Flesh covered bra. Ugh. Hey, you help me uh, put this couch in my van? 
There's three murders. The first one's Brenda, which is Jennifer slash Corey's old roommate, who Jennifer slash Corey tracks down to try to figure out why. She wakes up, and she doesn't remember the last two years of her life. And two years prior to her meeting and marrying her husband, she had this other life that she didn't share with him. And she wakes up in this new life thinking that somebody's pulling a prank on her. Yeah. That drove me crazy. It took her forever to accept the fact that she fucking had amnesia. Yeah. Well, initially you can kind of understand, but say that you, you know, you got drunk, really drunk one night. You woke up in a house and you didn't know where you were. Been there. Um, Would the first thing you think is somebody's playing a trick on me. Right. Like, why wouldn't you ask the people around you, like, who are you? Who left me here? Yeah. Am I okay? Especially because she like, hit her head yeah. really hard the day before. Yeah. And I think that's, it's weird. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so her friend Brenda gets murdered. We find out that there is a strange woman that is stalking Jennifer and her family as she's, as Jennifer is trying to find out about her, her past. Cause I guess even though she can't remember the last two years, that means that there's parts of her old life that probably frayed into that or led into that 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 she doesn't remember even before the. It's such a specific amount of time. Like, like, like somebody yeah. sees her at the grocery store. Well, kind that's, of shit. that's what I couldn't figure out either. Is like the the Why woman is she who suddenly stalking. Yeah, her? like yeah. did because Jennifer develop amnesia and go back to being Corey because I guess. Jennifer and her new life is outside of Seattle. They're in some like Bellingham, right. Seattle, or Bellingham, Seattle, Bellingham, Washington. Nice. And she, Jennifer is her new persona who is this um, apparently real estate agent, but, you know, very wife of a very wealthy man and has basically adopted this daughter. And she lives this very quiet suburban life outside of Seattle. And then, but when she develops amnesia, she, goes back to thinking she's Corey and apparently she just moved from Seattle which is you know just a drive up the road and but I guess that was enough of a boundary that Corey's life wasn't leaking into like I took it as Corey's life stopped at Seattle and once Jennifer became Jennifer over in the suburbs those two lives had never Never. leaked into each other but as soon as she forgets that she's Jennifer and goes back to being Corey she goes back into Seattle Mm, and wakes that beast okay um, because she finds People from her... Well, people are probably watching the place, too. I have no idea. I, yeah, it's it very, very convoluted yeah. and not clear, yeah. but... Yeah. yeah, she dips into this old life trying to solve yeah. this... And how convenient was it that her old roommate's still working at the same shitty job? And, and the she same still lived in the same place? Yeah, and like... Well, she didn't live in the same place because oh, was it, oh, that's re- right. remember because she, when she first got back to Seattle, she went to the place that right, they thought they lived. Right, and it was a lived. guy, yeah. and she just bursts in. He's in a robe. He's like, yeah. "Get the fuck out!" Yeah, and she's like, "Where's Brenda?" Like her whole thing is that obviously she's hit her head and something's going on, and she thinks that everybody, even the guy in the apartment that she's walking in on that used to be Brenda's place, she's she's mad at him. Like, where is Brenda? Where? You yeah. Know? It's like maybe at some point you should think about maybe... But I don't think she knew that she hit her head. Like, I don't think she was aware of that. But I would think that if you were... Her husband was like, you hit your head, you know, because he's Well, I would think you would also have a pretty terrible headache. A head, yeah, yeah, or a bruise or something. Yeah, well, she did have a bruise. She did did, have a bruise, She had a giant bruise. Yeah, I feel like like the pieces were not as difficult to put together as she made it. Yeah. (laughs) You know, like you hit your head, you have amnesia. Well, and just the fact that, like, nobody noticed and nobody talked about it. Like, nobody noticed that she was acting very bizarre. After and, hitting her head. Yeah. 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 And, and and apparently she did have a concussion. So you'd think, like, if she had a concussion to that point, she probably would have been at least hospitalized for, yeah. night, for observation and of her night. she's slept since then. So. Yeah. Yeah. So, exactly. Like, yeah. So She has CTE and she committed the murders. 
Which I ones? Just, I just solved it. <laughs> <laughs> well, she didn't. She didn't murder Brenda because we see scary lady with, but she doesn't have big shoulder pads at this point. Her name's Carmen San Diego. Carmen. It's just played Carmen, by Vanity. I'm by reading Vanity. all about Can you tell Vanity. Us about Vanity because I don't know shit about she's Vanity. She's a one-named person, like as if we're supposed to know who that is. We, I think her idea was you were going to eventually know no. who oh, she was. so she doesn't have anything else on her IMDb? No, for sure. <clears throat> Vanity mm. was a glamorous Canadian model. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. No. Let me start over. Yeah. Uh, Vanity was a glamorous... <laughs> Canadian, I can't get Those through. Words don't go Canadian together. model and lead singer of the all-girl group Vanity Six. There was only five oh. of them. No, um, <laughs> she specialized in playing sultry female characters, often in trouble with the law. Okay, so uh, her name is Vanity, but she was in a band called Vanity Six. That's the yes. ultimate Vanity naming your yeah. band after you. And I will say, she is she like even by today's standards is like, and I mean that only in the sense that even even with the terrible fashion, yeah, that she she's was still beautiful. Yeah, she was gorgeous. Yeah. What I didn't understand about her was her hair. And how her hair kept changing. Yeah, it went I think from, she wore like, wigs or something. It must have been, but it, yeah. but she only had two looks, and yeah. it was either very very long or very very short. very short. Yeah, and I was like, if she has that long of a hair, if that her hair is that long, it would be very difficult to get that much hair up, up under a short yeah, wig. Yeah, I feel like the long so, hair may have been, been the, the wig. wig. But I, don't I mean, know. her being this this crime person because clearly yeah. we, we don't really know what she does or what her problem. So is. Dave, like, what are you up her- to now? <laughs> I'm like a crime person. I mean, don't tell anybody. I mean, that that is basically like what, like, so that was a big part of the the, the problem to me with this plot was that we do find out way down the road that the reason that she is after Corey Jennifer Uh is because her and Corey Jennifer were dating the same guy. Right. And that was it. And so she murdered the guy over him being a cheater. Right. And then she wants to come murder this lady and her entire family. And I'm like, that doesn't yeah. seem like I don't enough. think she wants to murder her. I think she wants to murder her husband and, because and she kid. wanted yeah. to, yeah to, yeah, to make her, because she talks at the end, at the climax, when she spills her guts, yeah. speaking of tropes, yeah, to love somebody so much that you don't want anyone else to have them or whatever. Yeah, like I, you're so overwhelmed with need yeah. for that person. Like, there is another murder of the buck. There's a decapitated buck head that ends up on... Like a I think deer it's or a guy named Buck? A deer, a Uncle male buck. deer. Oh, John Candy, R.I.P. I'm Buck and I like to... Yeah, I like to uh, cluck because I imitate uh, chickens. We're family friendly, okay? okay. <laughs> I mean, Quentin, that's Quentin Tarantino's problem, not ours. Great. And then there's, uh, and then we have, so we have three murders total. So the third murder is Carmen slash Vanity San Diego. And then we do have, she dies at the end because she's the bad guy. She's also dead now. Oh, is she really? Shame. Can How I read she... some of the please, sadder yeah. stuff yes. about Vanity? Oh, please bring us down. Blah, blah, blah. Talking about her movies and it says, however, her two best performances were as the naive stripper assisting blackmail victim Roy Schneider oh. in the undercover in the underrated thriller 52 Pickup and as seductive, smart-talking nightclub singer teaming up with cop Carl Weathers to defeat murderous <laughs> car tycoon Craig T. Nelson in oh violent action Jackson. Wow. Van- Vanity, who suffered from sclerosis... Sclerosis? S-C-L-E-R-O-S-I-S. Sclerosis encapsulating... Peritonitis died on February sixteenth. You are laughing. You're straight up laughing at the people that suffer from sclerosis. I'm I'm laughing at you. Encapsulating peritonitis. Uh, 
That sounds awful. Yeah, sclerosis. That's sclerosis encapsulating periodontitis. That's what I was. Peritonitis. So it's in her penis, right? No, no that's the peritoneal oh, area. area. She, she was a fully in, it encapsulated in, her scal her her scolar. Well, that's a shame. All right, yeah, vanity. So, so wait, is that what killed her? Yes, I guess. Yes. She, well, I mean, it insinuates it because she died on February. It's, That's what she died. She, of. How old was she when she died? What's uh, 2016 minus 1959? R.I.P. Vanity. Mm. Anyway, uh, she was the third murder. I wonder if she ever got a like a like added another name. Wait, but who murders her? The husband. The, no, yeah, no, uh, the cop. The the disbelieving cop. Alert. The disbelieving cop. Right. The disbelieving cop. Yeah, one of the tropes. The incredulous played, um, cop. Played by Don who Davis. Was that guy? He looked like Lieutenant Silk. His name is Lieutenant Silk. Oh, that's right. Silk. It is. Yeah, Don S. Davis. Now, this may sound bad. I- I'm sorry, but okay. for 1990. Lifetime missed a real huge opportunity of not making a pimp-esque black man as the character Lieutenant Silk. I'm sorry. I see. Hey, bitches. Lieutenant Silk is. Oh, this guy. He's in everything. No. Yeah, he's in. We can. Let's. We can. We can. We can. We can cut out my thing. I think oh no, no no no! Not at all. No, sorry. it's fine. I want people to know who you are. Don Davis is also dead. It's time for Zach's interlude. It's time for Zach's interlude. Gotta interlude a certain amount of time. Why the ladies pee? I'm just gonna sit here and rhyme. It's the interlude, Zach's interlude. Crazy dude with an interlude. Wait. Oh, wait. Is it going to be awkward if I sit here and listen to you interlude? No. I'll just judge you. No, it's not going to. It's, it's, it's totally fine. Fine. It's hey. Fine. Hey, everybody. <laughs> uh, Rachel and I are going to, we're going to banter, but she's not wearing headphones, but yeah. she can still hear me because. <laughs> I don't know what you're saying, though. It has to be through the headphones. Otherwise, it doesn't make any sense. I'm, what? Uh, Rachel, quick. Name three things that make you happy. Uh, let's see. I'm going to say animals. Okay. But mostly mine. Right. Um, buying stuff. Okay. So I'm just going to yeah. say Amazon. Yeah. Uh, and uh, drawing. Ooh. Oh, Jesus. Dogs. Uh, dogs. Nope. Dogs. All right. Well, the dogs have discovered that I brought snacks. Guys, I brought snacks from Whole Foods because uh, I just wanted to support Jeff Bezos and more um, asinine flying adventures. Uh, that don't do anything for anybody except for him. Oh, okay. Well, I'm apparently interluding now because uh, Zach had to take care of some dogs. So I brought these snacks. One thing I brought because Steph loves truffle and so does Ray, my boyfriend. And you know, like, here's the thing. I like truffle, but I feel like once you've had truffle, truffle always tastes the same. You know what? You know what you're going to get with truffle. Like, it's never like, hmm. You know, this truffle is refreshing and new to me. You're just like, mm, again, I'm having some more truffle. Uh, and we actually did uh, a 
fun thing for Ray's birthday called the Truffle Shuffle uh, forward slash Life Wine. They're not going to support that if you put that in there, but uh, you know, there's some there's some good chefs who send you some truffley stuff, and you uh, do some online cooking classes. It's pretty fun, and they actually send you like legit legit truffles. And here's what I learned about legit legit truffles: same thing as artificial truffle flavor, as far as I could tell. But I don't have a sophisticated palate. We got craft services. That's the level we of do. podcast we're at. Yeah. And the thing is. Now we need the the listenership to catch up That's right. to our lifestyle. So if you could just please tell a couple of people about us, that'd be great. Come on, guys. We need blue cheese stuffed olives every time we I record. I mean, they're kind of a necessity, yeah. I feel. And they're not cheap. I'm going to drink this olive juice. It's delicious. Oh, yeah. Do it. Speaking of olive juice... Tropes? Tropes, yeah. So definitely a disbelieving cop. Yeah. Um, I don't believe shit you're saying, motherfucker. I'm white. Lieutenant Silk. That's basically (laughs) what you said. Uh, We had a dead parent, even though they weren't necessarily fully central to the story. Kind of were. Parking garages are scary places and fake wine is all I have. Yeah, I have those. Uh, Alternate title is originally called Passing Through Veils. Okay. Terrible title. What a terrible title. Terrible yeah. title. Makes right? no sense. Time travel. There yeah. are some flashbacks. And also for the protagonist, because she basically wakes up and it's two years later and she's traveled to 1990. How weird would that be, you know? You wake up and it's like 2023. Yeah. Would be... It's like you haven't been asleep that long, but yeah. long enough to be like, what the fuck? Yeah. Have you been paying my rent? How's my cat? You know? Yeah. Oh my God. God. Yeah. Oh yeah. I would hulk out. I'd go crazy. I thought I you meant you'd get in shape. <laughs> I would. No, I would. This was a year for me. God damn it. I thought I had two more years, but this is the year, I guess. I've got to get in shape now. What if you could be subdued and they're like, all right, we'll put you under for a year. And when you wake up through like doing stuff to you Mm, chemically mm -hmm. and physically and stuff, you'll be in the greatest shape of your life and you'll be able to maintain it for like 20 years. You just got to be like under our will and and asleep for a year. A year's not bad. Anything after a year, I get, mm, yeah, but a year, you think about, I mean, you think about a year, like July, I mean, we started this podcast, what, two years ago, and think about yes. how, how oh, quickly yeah. that's been. We are almost like, at our two-year anniversary. Yeah. Holy sheep Or maybe shit. we, maybe we are, I don't know, I guess it, it's hard to tell when, well, well yeah, because we because conceptualized yeah, it in the, like July, the, if we talk about the um, yeah, I guess attempting I don't, I don't, fate recording, I don't maybe, really and, count that, so. Of course not, of course not, Yeah. Uh, you, weren't, you weren't you weren't one of the cool original founders. Time of this. travel. There's orange juice at the breakfast table. I'm Ringo Starr. Mm, new arm. Holy shit! Which means you're gonna outlive all of us. Oh, apparently. cool, 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 yeah. cool, cool. There's a and you're gonna be on a children's uh, television. That's show. right. Toot toot. It's time for the train man. Choo choo. So weird. Hey. Do you think when he was in the Beatles, that's where he saw his future? Like, if somebody I think that's what he was aiming for. And he was <laughs> oh, like, absolutely. That's, he knew would. that was his story arc. Hmm. We have an expository suitcase, which is a fun twist. Expository suitcase? Instead of an expository scrapbook or an expository wall thing, you know, yeah. where people put shit on a wall and put a bunch of string and all that, We it's in, it's in a suitcase. Yeah, because Brenda luckily, so... Basically, the rundown of the story is Jennifer Corey. She's in Seattle. She's dating a guy named Ronnie. Ronnie's gorgeous, but, you know, a sl- Who looks scumbag. like her new husband that she married. I thought so, too. I thought it was the same guy. I mean, t- yeah. I like she too. has a type. Yeah. Uh. Um, I think it was just the 80s, honestly. Maybe. Yeah. Um, yeah, so she's dating this guy, scumbag, but, you know, gorgeous. So the story is basically... 
He's dating two women. The other woman get, finds out, gets jealous, and murders him in a hotel. Vanity. Um, as yeah, as it happens. Yeah. But like when she is trying to put her life together and she's getting all these clues, the newspapers made it sound like it was like a like a mass murder because it's like slaughter at downtown uh, hotel and like. Oh. Well, because they make it look like such a bloodbath. Yeah. Her, she flashes back to that and she yeah. remembers there's blood everywhere. Everywhere. And yeah. But only one person's dead. Only one person's dead. And I think she shot him. His head, and his head is somehow in the TV. TV? Yeah. So I guess he got beat up first and she then she fucked shot him, him up. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. I don't know. We're very so, good. Lifetime, call us. Yeah. 1 800 Lifetime. Actually, oh, wait, call us. Lifetime. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, have we ever just tried to call 1 800 Lifetime? We so, have. I think it was also a, a hotline uh, of some sort. I, I know the, I've done the, it on the, the record. I'm on the, the recording. Li- the Lifetime Hotline. Lifetime Hotline, how may I help you? Um, Your app sucks. Thanks. <laughs> Goodbye. But yeah, so she is trying to put her life back together. And yeah, she wakes up and then she just goes back to where her life was two years ago. And she just so happens to find her friend Brenda, who was her roommate when all of this initially went down. And Brenda is just, she walks in and Brenda's stunned to see her. But she's like, where have you been? After two years, that's the question. You like the one question, like, where have you been? Like, uh, I mean, I guess that may be the most natural question. But there was just no sense of like real like acting. Yes. Well, I was going to (laughs) say like stun. And then then Bori is like, has Ronnie called? And she's like, I don't I don't know. I guess he heard you disappeared. So he disappeared. And like, it's just it's so weird. And I know they're trying to set it up that you're supposed to be in the same confusion as Corey is. Right. But yeah, it's but just, it's, it's, it's too, I mean, if you're going to have confusion, at least have some, make it interesting or make some yeah. interesting. Well, and I think that is where the storyline fell flat because you think like you're, you're hearing all these things about how she's talking about how Ronnie was a, this Ronnie guy was a scumbag and he was always, you know, in and out with bad people and running these scams and she never fell into it. But, you know, she, she was, she was running with a fast crowd. And so you think like, oh, okay, he got into some serious like drug dealing. And that's why there was this slaughter at this hotel. Like it was a shootout and she's like the one person who escaped and all these. And no, it just turns out it was just a guy cheating on two girls. Right. Like, the, and I was like, well, that's there's not- all this fluff around it to try yeah. make it interesting. And it's like, no, it's just the same old story. However, I would like, I love the bit that the bartender at the strip club does when, so Jennifer slash Corey is looking for Ronnie. And so she, she somehow traces him to this strip club, I guess. That's where he was working. That's where he was working at the time. Okay. What was he doing there? Bartending, bouncing, stripping? Yeah. No, it was above. Selling crystal methamphetamines? This is where you see blurred boobies. Hell yeah. Yeah. uh, There's an actual woman stripping. An actual woman. <laughs> well, we don't know robot. she was an actual That's woman. True. Not like, animatronic. There like, were boobs. Uh, there were boobs. It, it wasn't the bear from the showbiz pizza oh, taking God. a stop off. Yeah, he needed some work. I think that's a mouse, isn't it? They all get naked eventually. They all do. There's they- a fun little phone game about that. Phone game? Yeah, like a little um, mobile. An app? So just to give you guys, like Ray and I used to like play this game together. It's... um. You're the night watchman at um, like a Chuck E. Cheese style, and yeah, showbiz pizza. If you're from you know 1979, Um, we're from Rockford, Illinois. Yeah, Yeah. well, that's what they were called before (laughs) they were Chuck E. Cheese. I remember the switch. I enjoyed both. Yeah, I mean, I think showbiz was actually better than Chuck E. Cheese. I don't understand the switch, but whatever. Um, But so you're the the night watchman at this this place, and you're just in one little room, and. 
the former night watchman is like left you a voicemail and it's telling you about how the animals come to to life at night and all it's just a map. Why are you, you can, waiting to my first night working to tell me this? Yeah, it's it's actually a pretty freaky <laughs> That's game. Terrifying. Um, but yeah, you can only see out of like the surveillance cameras ah. in each little room and they're barely lit. Oh my and god! And then the the animatronic animals start going through. That sounds the, awful. It's it's a super fun game. That is a Nick Cage movie that came out in 2020 called Willy's Wonderland. Oh yeah, what? I was going to say really? with Nicolas Cage, but yeah. you just said that. For some reason, when you said Nick Cage, I was thinking of somebody else. I haven't seen it. I want to see it. Super yeah. bad. I haven't heard of it. And the new, and the new, the new one, uh, Pig, is that looks good too. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> oh, so anyway, so Jennifer Corey is back at the strip club, and she talks to the bartender, and she says, "Is Ronnie here?" And he says, "No." And she says, "Where can I find him?" And he says, "Hang on." He picks up the phone and makes a call, and he's like, "All right, hang on." And he hands the phone to her, and she says, "Yes, I'm looking for Ronnie." And he says, "This is the coroner's office." But let's Why take, would the DJ? Because he was trying to be funny. But let's all he's dead. take. I know where Ronnie's you're. Dead. I know where you're going. Why would he know the phone number to the coroner's office? Thank off you. The yeah. Off the head. top of his head. Yeah. How often does he pull this prank? His I brother's know, the coroner. I know three numbers. <laughs> My brother's office at the coroner's. <laughs> My mother's phone number to the penitentiary. She's now currently incarcerated in, and. Vic's sandwich shop. Oh, and I guess the strip club too. Anyway, coming to the stage, we've got Diamond. Just to correct that a little bit, he was only the bartender. He wasn't the DJ. Oh, but I have aspirations, my dear. It wouldn't, uh, it wouldn't surprise me if he was pulling du- double duty. So what's with the shoulder pads? Oh my God, those shoulder pads are for so literal days. Nin- 1990. Oh my God, but the they're like the ridiculous. Pads. So she's wearing a hat. This scene is so fucking ridiculous. Now this is Variety. This what's is her variety. name? Variety. Yeah, this oh, is Variety. No, that's, show. Her little, that's her little that's her, sister. That's her new name. Yeah. Variety and vanity. Variety. Uh, she goes. She knows that Jennifer, the new identity of of Corey, is a real estate agent. She shows up in her office, and her Jennifer's boss is like, "You have a new client! Oh my god!" She's so excited, even though she knows that she just hit her the fuck out of her head. She's like, "Welcome back right. to but work." But does she? Does the boss know that? Because she does because remember she comes back. She says, "You're gonna have you're gonna sit and have some coffee, and then you're oh, gonna tell me all that." Then you're gonna go home early. Knows yeah. when somebody has yeah. mild head, head injury. <laughs> I guess I, guess I was injury. at that point still so fascinated by the fact that it's it's been revealed that this woman had only been living in this life for two years and she had a job as a real estate agent yeah. when she obviously had no background no in ba- that. Yeah, yeah, she must have worked her way up within two years. I don't know. And, and This woman was a fast mover. I'm not going to lie And she apparently had patch amnesia, which is a thing where you're only missing certain, certain periods of time. Yeah. It's just, yeah. So yeah, she <laughs> they walk in and they see this woman sitting. Her, her shoulder pads are literally... Yeah, it's like a wingback chair. It's a wingback yeah, chair. Yeah, but they're part of her body, and she's got this hat on. This, and it's that, that's kind of the proportion. Yeah, no, it absolutely. Yeah. I cannot is. see no, this. We're gonna have to put it on the social yeah. medias. Well, yeah, I mean, it's not a very good. That she actually has like a wide brim hat, but yeah. the wide brim hat it's is actually smaller. In but diameter. we're talking about it, so we have to put it. Well, on Well, I guess we have to. Yeah. yeah, it's a terrible. It's just I was sketching while I was watching. Well, we Fuck! Can, we can put it in the caps. We could we could put the legit like also screenshot of it because it is gonna do. it is absolutely it's ludicrous ridiculous i couldn't stop do I had a side to re- by side comparison i had to re- i will i had to rewind the scene twice because i kept laughing throughout uh, it to see what was going on because I, it was yeah i just you know like that can't be real that i can't, 
they were pulling a prank on us. I definitely absolutely <laughs> noticed that, but I just wrote it off as like trying to be so high. They were trying to make her, I guess, so high fashion. Yeah. I don't I don't know what they were really doing with that character because she just didn't seem like a put together character because there was there were these cryptic things about apparently she had money and like the police just bought anything and everything she said because she had alibis and the the husband was like, Well, I think she's paying these people off. So I was like, Why is this woman who's so highly attractive and has so much money so mad about a scummy strip club bartender? Like right. like I think she could go find another guy pretty easily. And yeah, she's obviously somewhat crafty, but not really crafty. And can we talk about the whole, like, school scene? Because I didn't understand any of that. So, like, Corey, now back in Jennifer's life, and she's developed some sense of protection towards her stepdaughter. Right. And so she's worried her stepdaughter is going to be kidnapped by this crazy lady at school. So she goes and sits outside of the school oh, literally the right. entire day. Yeah, she stalks her own stepdaughter. Yeah. Not knowing that her husband kept her stepdaughter home from school that day because he also is concerned that crazy lady is going to kidnap the daughter. Right. And then, as so, you should always be. Yeah. Yeah. And this is, I think, another trope is when somebody's been like on a like quote unquote or swish 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 stakeout that they fall asleep no matter what time of the day yeah. is, no matter where. Like they don't get out of the car, they never like move around, they just fall asleep. So she, the school day ends, she falls asleep, and what she's wakened by. The crazy lady pulling up in a black van, yeah. cleverly disguised as scholastic, scholastic supplies. Yeah. So this is our crazy lady. She gets out. She's getting she like has a the short hair again. Yeah, she has the short hair. No shoulder pads. No shoulder pads. She's getting out like a rolling cart and unpacking the the van, and then Jennifer Corey jumps up and starts to run after her. She jumps back in the van, takes off, and there's a car chase scene. They end up on um. On a boat, uh, what are those called? Um, oh, the ferry. The ferry. They end up on a yeah. ferry. Basically, crazy lady has vanished. But what? What was that whole scene about anyway? I have no idea. Like, what most why, of these scenes were about? What, why was that crazy lady at that school in a decoy van? She was probably get, trying to kidnap. Then why was she doing every that school after? has three crazy no ladies idea. in a decoy van as we speak? None of that made sense. Like no, and like it didn't even the scene didn't even make sense. There, there, was, there was no point to that. scene. Not much about this movie that made sense. Yeah. I mean, can we even talk about the ending? Vixen? What's... Yes. Vixanity. Vixanity, yeah. Vic Vega. She she dies. Yeah, she does die. Who murders her? Oh, right, you told me this already. She sets up. Lieutenant Silk. I'm gonna slap you to death, bitch. I'm Lieutenant Silk, motherfucker. She tries to to rope in the husband and the the stepdaughter. Yeah, she pretends to be the doctor. Yeah, then she, she tells her whole plan. And then the guy is like, I don't know what you're talking about. And then, yeah. Silk, Silk comes back. Yeah, how did Silk even get turned? Did we even I find out how he got know. like? Because he's been disbelieving the whole time, and then all of a sudden he, he's the he superhero. Believes. Yeah, he believes. He's he believes. He he's saves got the his ear to the street. He's white, oh, but. but let's talk about. Uh, <laughs> Not <in> my mind. <laughs> what about Jennifer and? I think the husband's name was Michael, and how they sure. they refined love essentially. Oh like, yeah, yeah. Like Jennifer finds herself re falling in love with this guy because she doesn't she has no memory of him, and she's like, I yeah. don't really know and you. I will give this movie credit because you you don't know the husband's story, you don't know the you don't know any of the story, but you know he's he's there trying to coax her back into her life, and he says, "Look, I love you, and I know you don't know who I am, but believe me, but you you don't know if he's a he could be a bad guy, and you don't really know that until." But- what I thought was so weird about, like, 
his character is he finds out that she's basically lied to him about her whole life and he's like I don't care I still love you in spite yeah. of all of that or or he actually says because of all of this and I'm like her past is coming up and it could be we don't know if she was like a drug smuggler or like if she yeah. was a murderer she doesn't even know. yeah she yeah. doesn't know and you're just like nah still I'm still cool with I mean I know you've lied to me about literally everything and who you are but yeah I'm cool with that I guess it brought them closer together I mean I guess that's true love I mean one thing you can't forget is the herpes. Even if you have amnesia, if you have herpes, it's the herpes don't get amnesia. And that's, no, that's a Lieutenant not... Silk promise. That, I mean, <laughs> Lieutenant Silk. I, Lieutenant Silk guarantee. I mean, I don't want it. Yeah, yeah, but I think a lot of people, you know, probably need medication, but most people repress it eventually for long periods of times at least. So, certainly. Yeah. I feel like Rachel is admitting to having herpes right now. <laughs> no. It's but. nothing to be ashamed of. Uh, it absolutely is. No, I had a I had a nurse practitioner tell me one time out of all the STDs you can contract, that's probably the one you should be the least worried about. It has most it has a lot of stigma, but what does it actually do to you? Literally nothing. It makes people like me make fun of <laughs> yeah. you. And I shouldn't be making fun of anyone because I'm super gross, but I don't have any P D. That you know of. That you know of I'm yet. positive. I'm not even H P D positive. Uh, uh, and yeah i mean herpes you don't know until you i've know. been a serially monogamous for a little, well there was do a you know, stretch do you know do you know why a lot of women die of cervical cancer because they've been serially monogamous for like 20 years and so they stop getting checked for things like that and then oh. Oh. I still get checked. yeah and you always should yeah um, you're you're not serial <laughs> You're, you're a serial yeah. rapist. <laughs> yeah, I don't think you're the best argument for that. I, mean, I think now that Zach I just meant I went a long time without having sex and I was still getting checked. Yeah, yeah. but uh, yeah, because some virals yes. are sneaky. Sorry. You know, you asshole. Yeah. And I'm don't monogamous bring... now, motherfucker. I know. Come on. I know. I'm I just do. talking I mean, about your slutty, slutty past. I was going to say she did have a bartender's and <laughs> part was cut out so none of you know what I we're looking at right say, now when you can say the phrase that's back when i slept with bartenders you're a, you're a slut was prior former slut yeah i mean uh, i can't yeah. say oh that was my bartender face like that oh that was my drummer face oh that was my I lead singer never face. had a drummer face how dare you like i if, did have a bass player face though so. Oh, that's when Seth found out I was a musician. She got real bummed. I bet it's like second date. Uh, I'm like, so oh, I'm wait, gonna, she didn't I, know until the second date. You see, she's like, she was like, I already don't date production dudes, so this is a first. Uh, I'm like, well, yeah. I'm also in a band. She's uh, like, oh, oh no, God. yeah, that probably would have been done. Yeah, uh, how did she for me. stick around? Because because he bought her a really good bottle of wine. I'm a very special guy. You, you gave know? her kind of lingus right there. At Almost, the table. no. Yeah, where was your second date at? I think it was Roaring Fork. Oh, like that. Ooh, classy. Nice. No, in a teca. Oh, oh, even classier. Yep. Not Vespaio, though? Mm. Well, we couldn't get into Vespaio. <laughs> oh, okay. In a teca oh, is much easier to get into. In a teca is much easier to get into. Yeah, it is. Yeah. I know. I believe me, I know. <laughs> much. You couldn't hear, but I just rolled my eyes. You couldn't hear. Zach Some, saw. Sometimes. <laughs> no, I could hear it. It was like... <laughs> yeah, you could hear so, it gurgle up. That was Memories of Murder, 1990. The first... I have I have murder memories. The first uh, lifetime made for movie, yeah, made, close made enough. TV made for TV movie with yes. tits. With tits, I mean, very blurry, yeah. very blurry tits. I'm Lieutenant Silk, 
and I'm the best. Now, all y'all bitches under arrest, put down your pants and show me your breasts. <laughs> That's pretty good. Oh, don't stop, Lieutenant yeah. Silk. I can't stop because I won't stop. I'm the only <laughs> cop that pulls up socks. I got big red shoes and a flashy coat, and everybody knows that I choke your throat. Oh. I got a boat plus two fucking cars, and then I got three, four wheelers. You know who I are. <laughs> I don't even have to speak with good grammar. Everybody knows my dick is like a hammer, Whoa. and I'm slapping bitches. Oh my God. Everybody knows that I stacks my riches. Even in my cop car, man, I'm hitting switches, and everybody knows that I kill them snitches. Uh, it's Lieutenant Silk. I don't mess around with no improper ilk. I only got homies that are all the best. And everybody knows that I got hair on my chest. You can see it through my V-neck shirt. And everybody knows that I pull out the hurt. Yeah. I wear a skirt, but that's my own business. (laughs) You should watch your mouth and not talk to this kid. I feel Uh. like... Lieutenant Silk has some identity issues. Lieutenant Silk, <laughs> like, is, you're sticking around. I'm not around. sure if he's a corrupt cop <laughs> or a really good bad guy. Lieutenant Silk is not actually a licensed peace officer. Do not take <laughs> his legal advice. <laughs> he, didn't, he didn't get into PO school. <laughs> I intimidate many government agencies. So email us at lifewinepodcast at gmail.com. Follow us on social media. We're on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Letterboxd, Cora, Pinterest. We're basically anywhere and you want to be. Where, but not TikTok. Sorry, and not, kids. And no. not Rare Lust. What was that? And no, not, you know what we not might be? Stay no, away. I'm not, I'm not managing that. Rare Lust is I, not a good place. I'm, I'm definitely not part of that. The FBI are going to come to your home if you go to Rare Lust. Yeah. I'm telling you. Yeah. That sounds bad. It sounds it so sounds bad. It sounds like forbidden It sounds like a lust. flag. Yeah. yeah. It sounds For like, sure. yeah. If you enjoy what we do, please go to Apple Podcasts, give us five stars. And give us money. And go to our Patreon, patreon.com forward slash life. Or just podcast. email me and ask me for my address and I'll send it to you. And you can Email Rachel and ask her for her email address and she yep. will email you. I meant my physical address, but whatever. You know what I mean. Email us at lifewinepodcast at gmail.com. I'll give you my Venmo. We'll tell you where Rachel lives. That's so trashy. Don't, have you guys seen the new thing that people do? It's like... They'll be like, hey, it's my 21st birthday. Buy yes. me a beer and put the put Venmo. Venmo. their Venmo. Yeah, or like, on, like on the I college. just got married. Or, oh, uh, I'm going to college. Give me some money yeah. for books yes. or whatever. We see, I see so that all gross. the time at the winery yeah. on Windows. Oh, that's annoying. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, a lot of brides-to-be. Yep. Going, yeah, gross. Yeah. yeah, but I will say like musicians Late stage capitalism. Mu- musicians use it for, for tip jar as opposed oh, to sure, a tip that's jar. Well, that's totally different. And what we're doing is we're putting a product out there and we're asking people to maybe join our Patreon or at least give us a review you know if you do nothing else just go to apple podcast we'll keep and give giving us five stars it and we'll keep giving it to you for free until well, we die we'll literally yeah. die doing this we're all that, that dedicated be, especially that rachel the most that, that's probably true i don't really have a lot of other things going on so look we'll keep giving it for free keep taking it for free just take keep taking pieces of us but those of you that who are better than that that, that are better than that do we have a 50 cent level no. No, I mean like the rapper 50 Cent. Is there a $10,000 a month level? <laughs> okay, I'll have one. What, what, kind of, what perks do oh, you get for that? Holy what, shit. What level is Chris then with his 20000 a month? He's, he's, what's, uh, he's 100 cent. 100 cent. Yeah. yeah. He's he, a dollar. He mm-hmm. gets to pee on one person here. Rachel, because he's your favorite. I'm not going to say which he's one. He's your favorite. He's your favorite. <laughs> yeah. he, you're his favorite. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. 
Watch out who you does make he, your favorite Does he have kids. the Rachel action figure yet? It's a two-way fountain. He's going to drink pineapple juice first. <laughs> I, I hear that makes Ooh, your pee smell. And you're going to drink cranapple juice after. Cranapple. Yeah. You're going to want it to drink that cranapple juice after. I think afterwards. I'm just going to go for the pure cranberry after. Yeah, just yeah. to be safe. To, to lower my pH balance. This was a good one. Thanks we talked about the movie tonight. We did talk about the movie, which we did. is a rarity. Really good. I think it might be sometimes easier in studio, you know? To talk about it or not talk about to it? To talk about it. But we didn't last week. I know. Oh, well, because, and because nobody's ever going to talk about that movie. Like, like we just That's have to face true. a fact. Thanks for listening. We love you. Bye. I want to do a quick oh. tits out, dicks out. Tits out, dicks out. I haven't done it in a while. Everybody, yeah. pull your tits out, pull your dicks out for, <laughs> for, for Jesus, for yeah, Lifeline my, Podcast. My uh, do, have we ever done that before? It, like know. 50 episodes ago is probably oh. the last time I did one, a tits out, dicks out. Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't even, I, was I a part of the I podcast? Tried, I, that yes, point? I tried to make it a catchphrase. It didn't, it didn't catch on. So. Oh, sounds like probably me. Thanks for listening. The we love you. Bye. is on the outside of the door. Yes.